Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Versatility Podcast. For today's episode, I'm back. Um, for today's episode, I'm going to be doing music, sports, um, recapping what's been going on the last week. Um, my fantasy football draft was uh, last weekend, and so I'm going to be going over my roster. Um, we're still in the FIBA World Cup right now. We're now in the quarterfinal stage. So obviously the, the championship game, I believe, is this Sunday. So we're getting closer and closer there. Same with the U.S. Open, the men's and the women's tournament as well. Um, I'm going to show you guys my mini vinyl collection as well, going over uh, MLB current standings. Not a lot to talk about. I don't have fucking thousands or hundreds of things written down. I actually just have like about like 10 things, which is going to be a lot more simple. I'm going to be doing an episode every two days until pretty much like next week or at least to like the following couple weeks. Um, I will definitely be doing an episode on Thursday because Thursday night Game one of the NFL regular season, Lions versus Chiefs, the NFL, <clears throat> the NFL kickoff, first game of the season, uh, Thursday night. Um, so I'll be making my predictions, playoff predictions, MVP, offensive rookie, defensive rookie, like all of it, all of it, everything, the records for every single team. That's going to be the whole episode on Thursday. So um, and then I'll be doing an episode on Saturday, doing probably like re uh, making my picks for week two of college football, um, which I'm going to be re recapping week one of college football and then so on and so forth. So let's get straight to it. Um, let's talk about the current standings, guys. Let's talk about MLB. It is September. So we know what September is, guys. Um, the, the the standings right now, the race right now in uh and baseball has been, at least in the National League, the wild card race has been crazy. It has been crazy. So right now, the Orioles are still number one. They're 86 and 51. The Rays are second, 83 and 55. The Blue Jays, 76, 62 in third place. The Red Sox are 72 and 66. And the Yankees are 68 and 60, uh, 69. Um, so one more win. They have a 500 record at 69, 69. Nice. And uh, they just recently just swept the Astros. Yes, you heard that right. In Houston, they just swept the Astros in Houston. That's the first time in a decade that they swept Houston at home. So, I mean, the Yankees, I mean, they've had a very rough year. But, I mean, they're still, they're still in this shit. I mean, they have a 0.4% chance of winning the division. And they're still in the mix of things in the wild card. But... Man, they're right now still in last place, and they're still only they're still three and a half games behind the Red Sox, who are fourth place in the division. So the Yankees really have to step up this entire month because you know it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be tough for them. It's gonna be tough for them. So we're gonna only just pray that the Yankees can do something, make a crazy run or something, because they're gonna definitely need it in the Central. We got um we got the twins right now, 72 and 66. So right now they take full control of the central. The Guardians 66 and 72. The Tigers 63, 74. Um, the Tigers are still in the mix of things. The White Sox 53 and 85. They're out of it. And then the Royals, who yes, they're officially eliminated, uh, officially eliminated from playoff contention, 43 96. Yeah, we don't got to talk about them. In the AL West, the Mariners right now are number one, even though uh, the Astros are number two with uh, 
with a better winning percentage, but since they do have one more loss than the Mariners, they're, they're still in second place at the moment. But the Mariners at first place, 77 wins, 60 losses. The Astros, 78 and 61, while the Rangers are at 76 and 61. Um, as well as the Angels, 64 and 74, man. They're 13 and a half games behind the Mariners for first place. And, and that wild card, they're just, they're, man, they have the Angels, once again, disappoint everybody. They, they, when are they going to make the playoffs? Never, man. It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter when you have the two best, the two best players in baseball. Just things just all of a sudden don't happen. Like the pitching has been a disaster for you know how many years now, and and the pitching wasn't terrible this year. They don't have like the worst pitching in the league, but they're just not consistent. And well, yeah. And then the A's or the A's. Don't need to talk much about the A's. In the National League, the National League East, so obviously the Braves, they're fucking running that division. They, we don't got to talk about them. The Phillies are second place, 76 and 61. The Marlins, 71, 67. The Mets at 63, 74. Nationals, 62 and 76. In the Central, the Brewers right now are two and a half games above the Cubs for second place or first for, for, for first place. The Cubs at 74 and 64, the Reds at 72 and 68, the Pirates 64, 74, and then the Cardinals 59 and 78. Wow, the Cardinals really have fallen off. It sucks to say. And the Dodgers, they look like they're taking that division because, yeah, they're 13 and a half games uh, above uh, the Diamondbacks who are second place because the Diamondbacks just completely fallen off. But they're still in the wild card race for sure. Um, same with the Giants and even with the Padres right now, 65-74, while the Giants are 70-68. And the Rockies, yeah, they're, they're 15-87. We all got to talk about it. But, like, the wild card, let's talk about the wild card itself. So, obviously, in the American League, um, the Orioles, uh, the Orioles, the Twins, and the Mariners right now are the division leaders. So, in the wild card, the Rays are at number one, and then the Astros are at number two. Um, so then next after the Astros still fighting for the first or even second spot in the wild card, we got the Rangers, we got the Blue Jays, then we got the Red Sox, then the Yankees, the Guardians, Angels, Tigers, and White Sox. The guard, the White Sox are going to get, uh, the White Sox are going to get eliminated at some point. The Tigers and the Angels are getting eliminated at some point. The Guardians, I feel like at the, right now they're at the bottom of the barrel. They're not even 500 in in the first week of September. So at that point, it's not even a good sign. The Yankees are just, uh, they're not there. The only team that really has a good chance of surpassing either uh, Houston um, or even Tampa in the wild card is definitely Texas or Toronto. I mean, they're, you know, they're like, what, 14, 15 games above 500 up until this point. So there's a big possibility. And especially for the Rangers. I mean, the that AL West has been all over the place. I mean, the Astros and the Rangers can still win the division, even though we're talking about them in the wild card spot at the moment. So any of those three teams can take up the division, and one of them is going to definitely take another wild card spot because the AL West has been, for the most part, stacked. At least with those three teams, they have been going back and forth. And the Rays, I mean, they've been competitive, but the Orioles, man, they have been amazing this year. I mean, my God, what what have the Orioles been good? Like, it's it's been a it's been a while. I mean, it's what was the last time they made the playoffs? Like 2013, 2014, something like that. So it's been a little minute. 
Um, now in the National League, the Phillies right now, they take up the first spot. So obviously it's the Braves, the Brewers, and the Dodgers right now for the division uh, leaders in the National League. So obviously the Phillies right now have the number one wildcard spot. And the Cubs have this number two wildcard spot. Then the Marlins are right behind the Cubs. They're just about like three games uh, uh, below or three games behind the Cubs. And the Marlins... Also are tied with the Diamondbacks, uh, and the Reds are right there as well. I mean, they're they're just within a game, less than a game apart. So yeah, the, the I mean, as a Marlins fan, I'm definitely begging for the Cubs, Diamondbacks, and Reds to just completely collapse because I want the Marlins to get that second wild card spot because I think the Phillies hopefully they can keep it going and take that number one wild card spot. Um, because the Braves, we're not going to catch up to the Braves. I'm sorry. So wild card is where we're at for the Phillies. But the Marlins, they got to keep pushing, man. If they want to surpass the Cubs, if they want to make sure Arizona and Cincinnati, and even San Francisco, who's, what, they're sixth in the race right now, they're still in it as well. The Padres, the Pirates, and the Mets, and even the Nationals. I mean, they're 62-76. and 76. They're nine games below uh, they're nice games behind the Marlins. Yeah, I, I don't know. The, Mar- the, the the Pirates, the Mets, the Nationals, or the Padres, they have to go on a crazy fucking run for them to just go. Like, they're going to have to go on an insane run for them to really push for the wild card spot because it, it's going to be crazy. Uh, the Cardinals and the Rockies, though, they're they're out of it. They're, they're, they're not making the playoffs, so we don't got to worry about them there. Anyways, that is it for the current standings at the moment. So let's move on uh, to the next part of the episode. So next week, oh, actually, no, we got Julio Sorias. Um, so apparently he got arrested uh, yesterday um, for, once again, another um, incident of domestic violence. Um, Julio Rios was arrested previously a couple years back for another domestic violent uh, charge. Um, he was released on a 500,000 bond uh, earlier uh, this morning, or I believe it was this morning, and or yesterday morning. And, well, I mean, I feel like the right thing to do is for this man to never play baseball um, in the major leagues again. Because, I mean, the first time he did it, I mean, we can only say, hey, man, maybe it was an honest mistake, you know, this and that. But you do it twice, you're really, you're really showing the world that you don't give a shit. And that it's 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 not that hard to comply and contain yourself, and it's not hard to not put your hands on a woman, um, and feel like you can do whatever you want with it. Um, basic human fucking rights. He doesn't even comply. Um, he's a complete dick. He's a complete asshole, and you know a fucking terrible human being. So why would why would I want to why would anybody want a player that represents that as a person on the field? World Series champion, I mean that's cool, dude. You won it in twenty twenty. I think he was the pitcher who struck out the last hitter in the World Series to win the World Series. That's cool, dude. But you're a fucking asshole, and you know you you, you did it twice, man. Like some people can forgive, forget that first time. I believe his girlfriend. I heard an article where. The girlfriend was like, okay, after that first incident, she didn't want to, like, she gave him under the chance, seeing if, you know, he will learn his lesson. And, well, um, that aged like milk. And so, apparently, that's not the case. 
So I really hope this man um, or the Dodgers do the right thing and don't get and let this man go out of the market. Let him let him free. Let him spread his wings somewhere else um, and probably continue to do the stupidest shit that he wants to do, you know, so he could eventually stay in jail because I feel like that's where he really wants to go. I feel like that's that might be his calling uh, after baseball. He might just want to spend the rest of his days in jail so I don't know. Maybe he wants to do that. Maybe he doesn't. I would think he has some sort of common sense. I would think he has some sort of, you know, morality. But I'm guessing not, right? I'm guessing not since he can't even uh, do the most basic shit that uh, most people can comply to. Um, but that's that, right? That's that. We don't, we don't, we don't like people who do that shit. So we're just not gonna. We're just gonna move uh, move right past that because we're gonna not, we're not gonna fucking put put up with that bullshit. We're not gonna put up with that bullshit. I I don't put up with that. So let's just move on, man. Let's just move on to the next part of the episode. Hold on, I'm looking for something, guys. Sorry, just give me one second. Um, so yeah, that's that. The U.S. Open, the quarterfinals are on right now. Um, the quarterfinals are on right now. Yes, right now. And, um, yeah, so today Coco Golf, I believe, uh, she officially qualified for the semifinals. She played earlier today. Um, and, well, yeah, like now, let me look up U.S. Open results. Um, yes, so right now in the men's singles tournament, um, we have Djokovic, who won today um, in three different sets, 6-1, 6-4, 6-4 against Fritz, the number nine seed. Um, and then at nine, in a couple of minutes from now, we have TFO versus Shelton, quarterfinal matchup. And then tomorrow, the other two quarterfinal matchups, it will be between Med Medvedev, Medid, Medvedev, I believe that's how I'm saying it, and then Rublev, two European uh, players. They, uh, they're they going to go off against each other tomorrow at one fifteen, and then at 8.15, we got the number one ranked male tennis player in the world right now, Carlos Alcaraz, going up against Zarev, the number 12 seed, the German guy. Um, and that's for the quarterfinals. So obviously right now in the semis, only Jokovic has uh, moved on, um, waiting for his opponent in the semifinals. That's probably going to be, what, Friday? Yes, that's going to be probably Friday. And then now in, uh, in the women's singles, we got Machova, right, defeating Christia, uh, 6-0 and 6-3 in two sets. And then Coco Goff, I mean, d- domination, 6-0 and 6-2 in two sets as well against Ostapenko. Um, so Coco Goff, I mean, what, she's 19-year-old or 18-year-old? I think she was like a year younger than me. Um, yeah, so, I mean, she's now in the quarterfinals, I mean, in the semifinals, in the semifinals, and she's going to actually be going up against Macho- Machova in the qu- in the semifinals. And then tomorrow for the last two quarterfinal matchups, we have Zhang from China and then Sabalenka, I believe also from like uh, Europe. I forgot what country, but it doesn't show the flag there for some reason. And then we have Mondroskova, the number nine seed versus against the American Madison Keys. So that's tomorrow at 7, and then the saying Salavanka game will be at 12. So I'll probably see that Keys game tomorrow. Um, so yeah, the semifinals for the women's singles will be on uh, Thursday, and then for the men's, it'll be on Friday. 
And then obviously the championship for the women's singles will be Saturday. And for the men's single, it will be Sunday. So very exciting. You know, we have a couple more days. We have what, four more days of U.S. Open or no, five more days of U.S. Open um, tennis. And so we're, we're, you know, you know what I mean? Um, Also, I wanted to mention quickly, I saw this literally a couple hours ago. Uh, Man, Uh, talk about people who have uh, no respect for themselves and no respect for others. There was a fan, apparently, um, that was at a game. One of these games uh, was heckling at uh, Alexander Zverev, who is the the German, one of the German players. Um, and yeah, it was just some heckler was resulting, um, and, and uh, not resulting, insulting, uh, uh, Zeverev. I, I don't even know if I'm saying it right, but if I believe that's how you pronounce his name, that's Zeverev, Zeverev, whatever. He was heckling at the guy and, uh, he was making some racist remarks. He was making a Hitler, uh, statement, a Hitler, you know. Since he's German, that's an easy thing to just throw at somebody, right? The good old Hitler fucking jokes. And uh, obviously, Zerev heard heard it, told the referee, hey, there's some motherfucker, you know, like, hey, there's some dude fucking calling me some crazy shit. We need to find him. Get, get him. Get him out of here. Get him out of here. And so obviously, the referee was like, who did it? Who said that? Who said that? And then, yeah, of course, they had security trying to find the man and they escorted him out the building and then yeah he is banned from uh from ever going to a tennis match u.s open i hope he can go anywhere and still yeah i hope he just can watch the games from home now um you've had the privilege to show up and pay money um to see this man play live and you decided to just say some stupid shit like that and there you go you're gonna you're banned for life buddy so Another great instance of good people that we need more of in this world. Right, guys? My goodness. Please do not be this guy. Please do not be Julio Arias fucking beating up women and shit. Can we can we be people with a little bit of common sense? Can we have a little bit of respect for others, respect for ourselves? You know what I mean? Can we please, can we try to better ourselves? I don't, I don't know, man. Uh... There's too many crazy people in this world, dude. There's just way too many to there's just way too many to think of. And sometimes I don't even want to think about that because it's scary sometimes. But anyways, let's let's move on from that. Cause I don't even want to I don't want to stress about it too much, right? Oh yeah, the FIBA World Cup. So let's talk about the FIBA World Cup. Why is my TV not even fucking working? Anyways, I'll figure that out in a, in a little bit. So FIBA World Cup. Um, so here we are. We are now in the quarterfinals. So let's talk about some games. In the past, like the round, it wasn't round of 16 because it was still technically this, it was the second round. So we did have a couple big games. I mean, Italy defeating Puerto Rico, 73-57, Latvia destroying Brazil, and Latvia won it being a crazy team. That Latvia team is deadly, man. Montenegro beating Greece, 73-69. Germany is one dominant ass team. They destroyed Slovenia by almost 30 points, 171. Serbia has been dominating. They beat uh, DR 112-79. to Now, obviously, the game that people were talking about a lot was the U.S. Uh, losing, yes, losing to Lithuania 110-104. to This is on Sunday morning. 
Um, I was kind of falling asleep, half falling asleep, because I woke up early to watch this game, but I was kind of not really paying attention much, much of it. I remember it was like the first quarter, and we were down by like, like fucking 18 points. And I'm like, wait, what? What is going on here? We're down by 18 points. It's the fucking first quarter. Like, what is this? And yeah, we were outscored 31 to 12 in the first quarter. Um, it was a tough game. We were getting out rebound than a motherfucker. I mean, the I don't even know how many. What was the percentage of rebounds? Like, my goodness, we got out rebound 43 to 27. And most of the offensive rebounds they got, we got half of those. Defensive rebounds, we just didn't have that many. I mean, they had more turnovers than us. Um, and we had more assists and we were playing a little bit better defensively, but out rebounding Lithuania was just shooting lights out from three and they were out rebounding us. And then, you know, we were, we were just caught into a mix. And also to be honest with you, I like this U S team squad, but I just feel like Anthony Edwards has been the only guy really doing much, man. Like Michael Bridges was okay. Jalen Brunson has been productive. He's also been very good. Jaron Jackson has been, eh, he was terrible in this game. Brandon Ingram has been, he's not, he has not been that good in this tournament. Tyrese Halliburton hasn't really done much either. Josh Hart, he did, he, he barely, he didn't, bro, he played 13 minutes, scored zero points, zero, he go, only, bro, only got two rebounds. Come on now. And Austin Reeves, I mean, he has seven points, didn't have a single rebound, or since he had played 12 minutes. Yeah, I mean, Anthony Edwards has been the guy, has been the leader for this U.S. team. 35 points. Well, damn, 25 points and only two assists and then one rebound. I mean, clearly we were just not getting much on the board there. Um, fortunately, we still qualified for the quarterfinals. Um, so, And we also advanced to the Olympics next year in 2024 in Paris, even with the loss to Lithuania. Um, but this was in the second round game. This was our first game that we lost in the whole tournament. So we should be chilling as long as we stay focused for the next game in the, in the quarterfinals, then we're good. Um, and then Spain had a game against Canada and man, Canada, they're a good ass team, bro. They're a good ass team man. 88 to 85. I mean, Canada, they played great. I mean, the roster, I mean, they got fucking Shea Gillies Alexander, who's been great. RJ uh, Barrett has been good. Um, they have Dylan Brooks, who I'm not sure if he has. Let me see his stats. Let me see how well, how let me see how he did in this game. Um, uh, 22 points, uh, two assists, and five rebounds. Played 27 minutes. I mean, he pretty pretty good, pretty good. Shea Gillius, man, 30 points. Yeah, Shea uh, Shea uh, Shea Alexander has been that guy for for Team Canada at the moment. He's been the leader. Dylan Brooks and R.J. Baird have also been doing pretty good. Kelly Olynyk didn't have that much playing time, but played solid. Spain, I mean, they have a pretty good team, man. They have that uh, Hernan Hernan Gomez guy, Hernan Gomez, um, the Juancho, the Juancho, who was in the who was who played the actor in the Adam Sandler movie, who was actually a basketball player. I forgot the, the name in the movie. Um, him. And then there was some an, another guy. I don't really wait. Hold on, I don't know any of these guys. I just know Willie and Juancho Herman Gomez, Juan Nunez, Victor Claver. I don't know any of these guys to be honest with you. Um, but yeah, Team Canada put up another win, and they're still undefeated, I believe, in the tournament. And obviously, they're in the quarterfinals. But today, early this morning, we had two quarterfinal games end. First, we had L Lithuania and Serbia with Serbia. 
beating Lithuania 87 to 68. So the day after or two days after defeating Team USA, Lithuania is out of the World Cup uh, tournament. Um, yeah, I mean, Serbia, who do they got on Serbia? Bogan Bojanovic and then Nikola Jovic, not Jokic. Jovic has been good. Yo, bitch. No, I'm kidding. Sorry. Stefan Jovic, who is that his brother or something, I believe? Um, yeah, Serbia dominated. And and shit, well, I mean, what were the what were the stats here? I mean, clearly something was a huge difference here. I mean, they got a rebound, but not by that much. And then oh, the turnovers, man. They had 15 turnovers compared to eight personal fouls. They had a lot of personal fouls. Yeah. The turnovers were definitely a big reason in this game. I mean, 68 points. I mean, they they scored 110 on the Americans, and they couldn't even score 70 on the Serbians. So, hey, that Serbia team is deadly, man. I wouldn't want to play them. Um, so, yeah. And then today, Team USA at 8 in the morning. Um, unfortunately, I was on my way to school, so I couldn't see the game. But I was definitely on that box score on ESPN, just checking every fucking five minutes, seeing if we were up. But I decided to stop doing it, stop doing that by the end of the second quarter because we were whooping Italy's ass. We were whooping that ass, um, and we beat them one hundred and sixty-three. Um, yeah, we beat them by what thirty-seven points. We dominated, so that's good. That's good. We're in the semifinals now. We scored a hundo points. Um, Mikael Bridges had twenty-four points. Uh, Reeves had twelve points. Tyrese Halliburton had eighteen. You know, it was solid. He was good. So the U.S. they, you know, they they played great. They are rebound 30, 51 total rebounds compared to thirty-three. I mean, our assists were there. The turnovers. I mean, we had more turnovers, but and the personal fouls. I mean, we had the same amount. Um, but statistically, we were just dominant from the beginning. Um, Italy. Can I even name a player from the team from Team Italy? Uh, Louis. There's a guy named Luigi, so that's cool. But uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know anybody from Team uh, Italy. Anyways, uh, sorry Italy, but uh, Team USA came to dominate after taking that big L in uh, on Sunday morning. Now tomorrow morning, or pretty much later tonight, um, Germany versus Latvia, and then we have Canada versus Slovenia. Um, however, Lithu- wait, actually, uh, Italy and Lithuania, they're, they're eliminated, but they play another game. That's kind of weird. They're eliminated, but they still play another game on Thursday that I'm guessing they play the two losers, the two losers of Germany, Latvia, and then Canada, Slovenia. But then what are the other two games on Saturday? That's weird. Cause the, okay. So there's Italy, Lithu- Lithuania, they already lost. So they're eliminated. So they're not in the semifinals. Well, the USA and Serbia, they have moved on to the semis. But then there's two more games on Saturday, but the semifinals is on Friday, and the championship is on Sunday. The The third place game is at 4.30 in the morning. Holy shit. And then Sunday morning at 8.40 is the championship. Um, so, yeah, I don't know what those two games on Saturday are. I'm guessing for, like, fourth or not or not fourth sixth seventh uh fifth sixth seventh and eighth place i don't even know if that even fucking matters i guess i guess it does because you know the top these all these teams are pretty much going to get ranked for the olympics and stuff the teams who've made it this far they're they're going to be rep- they're going to be playing in the olympics you know in next year in 2024 so we will be seeing lavia serbia usa italy canada slovenia germany lavia 
we'll be seeing them next year um in in uh in Paris. Um but yeah, so we're okay, so Friday's our semifinal game between the US. Um so we what we will either be playing Germany versus Latvia or we will be playing against Canada or Slovenia. Whoever it is, two more games, two more games. Let's let's get it going, guys. Let's get it going. Let's get something going. Like let's please, let's win it. Let's win it, guys. Let's win it. We got two more wins. Let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. All right. Next, what do we got here? Let me show you guys. Uh, yeah, let me show you guys my um, my uh, my on repeat playlist right now. So I'm gonna show you guys my playlist songs that I have been on repeat at the moment. Um, yeah, I mean this has been like the same ones for like a week already. So it updated uh, since the last time, but. Right now, it's only an hour and 36, but right now, the songs that I've been listening to a lot. So right now, number one is Muñequita, uh, the new Caliucci single. Um, so she dropped Album of the Year Contender, and well, she dropped a new single for her upcoming Spanish album that should be dropping sometime this year, because she said she was going to drop two albums this year, so we're probably getting that soon, and that song makes me feel like a bad bitch. You, you know what I mean? It's It's a banger. It's a banger. Paint the Town Red, Doja Cat, that, that's a great single. Uh, Passport Bros, I'm going to be honest with you, I did not like the song at first, but for some reason I've been bumping like it like crazy. Uh, I Know, Travis Scott, this is song of the year at this point. I mean, I've been bumping this like crazy. It was a number one for a couple couple weeks. Now it's a number four, but it'll, it'll come back at some point. Uh, the new Riot, uh, ASAP Rocky Pharrell single has been fire. New Jeans with Super Shy, really good. Spinning, uh, Madison Beer's new single has been good as well. Tesla, Lil Yachty. Man, what a fucking banger. Lil Yachty in 2023 has been nothing but a fucking big W. I mean, this man just does not miss this year. Uh, 2021 vibes from Lucky. I've been listening to that album a lot recently. Uh, My Jeans, Casey. He dropped a new single a couple weeks ago. It's super catchy. I love it. 500 Pounds, Lil Tecca. I mean... That's a fucking banger. I have Delhi by Ice Spice. Yes, uh, I do have Ice Spice on my uh, on my on repeat. Yes, guys. Uh, whatever you you can make fun of me. Uh, bad idea, right? The new single from Olivia Rodrigo's for her upcoming album Guts. Oof, what a fucking banger! I mean, I cannot wait. It's literally this. Oh my god, it's dropping this week. I forgot it's dropping in three days. Holy shit! In three fucking days, Olivia's dropping her new album. Oh, wow. Three fucking days. I cannot fucking wait. September 8th, right? September 8th, you drop it. Yes. So we got a couple more days until we get there. On Saturday, uh, I'll review the album because on Friday night, I'll be listening to it. Or maybe I'll even stay up Thursday night and just listen to it that that midnight or whatever. Uh, but on Saturday, I'll talk about the album because I'll definitely be listening to it that Friday. Um, then we got Modern Jam. Travis Scott, obviously. Teasel Touchdown. Like, what can go wrong there? Overdrive, Post Malone, another great single off his new album. Austin, I still have Vampire, the first, uh, the debut single, not the debut, the lead single for her upcoming album, Guts. Uh, K-pop, yes, I have K-pop on my on repeat. I don't, I mean, I have Modern Jam and I have, I know, but I'm surprised K-pop has been here many times still. But yeah, Oh You Went with Young Thug and Drake. I mean, that's another song of the year contender right there. Hands on Me by DDG. I'm going to be honest with you. That DDG album he dropped this year was kind of fire, dude. 
Uh, I'm not gonna lie, it was kind of cool. Uh, I'm I was a big fan of I'm geeking. I bumped that shit a lot, like over the spring. It's not on my on repeat right now. It's mostly just hands on me right now, but it's a banger. I fuck with that song. I love the beat and everything. The on the radar freestyle Drake and Central C. That freestyle since the drop. That's just been bumping like crazy to it. Troy Savon with Rush. I mean. Didn't expect Troy Sivan to be on my on repeat, but that song's a banger, and it's a summer smash. Um, bigger than everything, Yeet's new single has been nothing but fucking flames. Um, out of time, yes, out of time that came out early last year is still on my on repeat. It goes back and forth, um, but right now it's towards at the bottom. My eyes, Travis Scott is here as well once again. Rodeo Drive, Gunna, another slapped on song. One of the girls, The Weeknd, this is off the Idol soundtrack, still pretty good. Me Tengo Que Ir, off the Carol G, uh, Bichota Season, Deluxe album with Caliucci's, another great song. Twin Bitches, Twin Bitches, Topia Twins is on here as well. Um, telekinesis, damn, I have one, two, three, four, five, six. Um, yeah, and I have Sirens as well on my on repeat. I have seven songs on Utopia on my on repeat um so yeah um and that's that's it right that's everything yep that's on my repeat right now um so yeah only an hour and 36 but there's still a bunch of shit that i've been bumping a lot so i mean it's it's been it's been nice it's been good to go um that's that all right let me show you guys my mini vinyl collection because i don't really have that much so i can kind of just go with it i actually have them in order from like the first vinyl to the most recent one. So let me just do that. So we're, for the first vinyl, wait, let me organize this a little bit better because, oh shit, I don't want them to fall or anything. Okay. So first, Christmas. So Christmas Day, um, my aunt bought me the vinyl, uh, the vinyl, the record player and two vinyls. And this was one of the first two vinyls that I got. And it's good Kid Mad City, guys. Come on now, it's good Kid Mad City. I mean, this is iconic. I mean, this is one of the best fucking rap albums ever. This is Kendrick's best album, in my opinion. In my opinion. You know what I mean? For me, it just does too much for me. It's just one of the best records I've ever heard in my life. Next, we got Don FM. This was very shocking. I didn't think my aunt would pick, like, a weekend record, especially this one, because she's not even a weekend fan uh, herself. But, I mean, out of time is on this shit. And when I first heard it on Christmas, like, I was like, oh, my God. It was a, it was a beautiful morning listening to Out of Time and this whole entire album, you know, on on vinyl for the first time. And I think that was the first one that I played. And then I put Good Kid, Mad City. And then of course I had to get Thriller. Like hello, like you know, it's 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 Thriller, guys. It's a fucking classic album. No one talks about. Like yes, it's the it's the best selling album of all time, but no one talks about Thriller, guys. Like no one talks about it. Hold on. Let me move them here so, like, it's easier for me to get them. Holy shit. All right. Oh, there we go. Next we got... So what? That's number three, right? So this is the fourth one. Igor. We got Igor. You know what I mean? Igor, another great record. This is probably Tyler's best album, in my opinion, for show. And then we got Man of the Moon 3. Man of the Moon 3 by Kid Cudi. I fucked with it. You know, this one's another good record. One of my favorites from 2020 during the fucking pandemic. Um, another one that I really liked. Call me if you get lost. This is the deluxe edition, the the, the, the estate sale cover 
but uh it doesn't have like the it doesn't have like the deluxe song so it doesn't have uh uh wharf talk um it doesn't have any of the uh, what a day it doesn't have any of the deluxe songs unfortunately but i mean i remember summer 2021 this was all over my rotation all over my rotation and i i went back to that album on vinyl a couple weeks ago then I had to get Sour by Olivia Rodrigo. I mean, I want to get the other version, like the alternative cover, but that was in Target, and I saw this at Walmart, and I'm like, let me just fucking get it now. And it's probably cheaper there. You know what I mean? So I have to fucking get it. Um, oh, wait. I don't think... Uh, wait, should I show you guys, like, the discs? I'll show you guys the discs. I mean, some. I mean, most of them are black, so they're nothing interesting. So the good, let's start from the Good Kimat City one. The Good Kimat City, I think it's just black, right? I think it's just black. Um, Don FM is also just black. The Thriller one, black. It has like a, a mattress or some shit. Not a mattress, like a little plate for the vinyl thing. But that's that. Uh, yeah. Like some of them come with posters and everything. Like, I mean, you know, I don't have them hang up because I don't have that much space on my wall, especially since I already have a bunch of music shit on my wall. So I kind of leave the posters... You know what I mean? Like, just chill in there in the vinyl thing. If this could fucking go in. There we go. I was struggling there for a second. Okay. Um, I think the Man of the Moon one, I think it's like orange. I think, yeah, it's orange. So, so here it is. Pretty nice, right? Pretty nice. This is side, this is side act one and this is act two at the back. So, yeah, that's pretty cool right there. Um, the estate sale, I think that one is also just black. I mean, some of them I don't even remember. Yeah, this was just black. And then Sour, I, yeah, it's just black too. But let me show you the rest of the albums. Okay, next we have Antog. So this one has just black um, discs, but there's photos and there's photos in this shit. And there's posters and everything. And some photos are uh, kind of spicy. So I don't know if I should show y'all some of them, but hey... Uh, so, you know what? I'll show y'all. I'll show you the goods here. So we got we got a couple posters here. We got one right here. We got one right here. You know what I mean? You know what I mean, Rihanna being Rihanna, the the fucking sex icon she is. This gorgeous ass woman right here. And then this one, I'm gonna show y'all real quick. I'm sorry. I'm gonna have to blur. I'm gonna have to blur the thing or not blur it. Just cover it right there. Yes, she has her titties out. If you want the vinyl, go get it. Uh, Anti is a great album, great fucking album, and I just have five free posters here, but I'll, I'll just keep it here for, for good, for shits and giggles, you know what I mean? This shit's a very good album, and I like the design of it, like, you feel it, and the texture is not, like, just basic and shit, it, look, it feels nice, it, it feels very nice. I found this shit randomly at Walmart one day, and I was like, what the fuck, this is all the way at the bottom, and I'm like, yes, they fucking have it, oh my god, they have the Kaliuchi's record. And they fucking got this shit. And I was like, oh my god. I was happy that day. I mean, this album for me, one of my favorite albums this year. I've listened to this album at least 60 times throughout the year. Way more probably. But oh my goodness. I've been bumping to this one a lot. Next, I got Beyonce. Renaissance. Now, this one. This was the most expensive vinyl I got. I was paid 40 bucks for this shit. But look at this shit. It's the vinyl, but it's in a, like a little box cover it comes with a po a big gigantic ass fucking poster 
which I'm not a, I don't like how the poster smells. So I, it's, I don't, I don't like how it smells. I'll be honest with you. Beyonce right here. I mean, holy shit. I mean, the Renaissance tour, I mean, she was in LA yesterday and every fucking celebrity in town was there. Um, so yeah, she has all this shit here. And then we have the lyric book. We have like a little book where all the lyrics and the song credits are at. So, you know, I mean, a bunch of shit here. You know what I mean? Uh, Virgo's Groove, the lyrics to Virgo's Groove here, Break My Soul. For, I mean, for Virgo's Groove, I mean, she has, she's really, she's really showing out here um, for the fans here. And she went crazy on this fucking, um, I mean, I never, and you know, I, I mean, I saw the look of it. And I was like, am I really going to pay 40 bucks for this fucking album? I mean, I really, I did enjoy it. I did enjoy this album a lot. This is definitely one of my favorites from last year. And it's, you know. Everyone was talking about it, but I was definitely suspicious at some point. But hey, I heard it on vinyl, and I still love it to this day, right? Next, we got to Pimp a Butterfly. This was a good fucking album. I mean, this is just not really talked about that much. Like, people don't really talk about it like that, you know what I mean? So, it is what it is. Next, we got Heroes and Villains, Metro motherfucking booming. Oh, man. This one is also black. Um, Just the cover. Uh, the cover, but and the thing, I mean, the track list there. I think there's a poster inside, right? Am I is it my trip? Is there a poster inside? Uh, yeah, it is. It is. It's this one. It's this one. This is fire, though. I'm not gonna lie. This is a fire ass poster. Maybe I should hang this one up. I don't wanna know if you're playing me. Keep it on the low. All right. Next, we got another Caliucci's album. We got Isolation. Uh, my aunt actually gave me this um, when she was in uh, Texas, I think, wherever she was. This was during on a trip she was at in. Uh, look at Caliucci's here. Fucking gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous ass woman. Don Tolliver, you're one lucky ass man. And then the vinyl. Look at this vinyl. It's blue. It's fucking blue. I mean, it, it's incredible. Incredible. I mean, my God. Like, finally, you know? All these black covered discs and shit. Finally, I, some blue. It fits with the aesthetic, you know? Come on now. I wish this one came with a poster, but at least the, the disc looks really good on vinyl when you put it on the record because, you know, it just spins around and it just aesthetically looks really fucking good. And then this one, I got the Selena one. So this one's the one you get at Target. Um, yeah, so this is just like a compilation of like Selena's best hits and this and that. Um, I was listening to it with my parents, you know what I mean? And then there's also a, a poster here of Selena, but it's like the same one that you see on the on the cover. Or I think it's a different one, kind of. Um, so yeah, there's like, you know, a bunch of songs here. Um, rest in peace to Selena and fuck Yolanda. Um, but yeah, all of her best songs, you know, I wanted to get the Amor Prohibido album, but I already got, all, I got all the hits here. So to be fair, I just get this one and it comes with the poster and everything. And it's very hard to find like Selena uh, or Selena, um, vinyls on, 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 uh, on stores and even just online. Cause some of them really just are fucking expensive. Then I had to get this one. I mean, come on now. I had to get fucking Astral World. Like, come on now. I mean, what the fuck? I had to get Astral World, dude. You'd think... I mean, I was surprised this isn't one of, the, one of the first ones I got, to be honest with you. And they got some, like... I mean, a lot of AS. A lot of AS. Um, 
you know what I mean? On the on the discs and shit, or on the plates and stuff. This was the alternative, like the night cover of it. This is pretty cool. Um, but you know, this one is just more playful, you know, more joyful with the kids. You know, the museum and everything. Not the museum, the amusement park and everything. And then the last vinyl for today, we got Positions. Ariana Grande. So this is the latest one I got. I got this one a couple weeks ago. And then we got the poster here, which is like another one that was going to be the album cover. Right here. Obviously, Ariana Grande. Looking fucking good. Looking good. Looking good. Looking great. She needs to drop more music, though. I mean, come on now. It's been almost three years with this album. Almost three years with Positions. And I keep forgetting. I always keep thinking Positions came out in 2021. No, the fuck? It came in 2020. Late 2020. It came out like October 2020. I keep forgetting, man. It's been almost three years without an Ariana Grande album. I mean, yes, we did get recently the Yours Truly, the 10-year deluxe, uh, like the, not deluxe, the 10-year anniversary of it. So that was cool and everything, but I mean, come on now. I, I mean, the, I I want I want more stuff. All right, let's let's talk college football, guys. Let's talk college football. Let's get straight to it. Week one, week one of college football has officially wrapped up. I'm not gonna go over every single motherfucking game, but definitely going over some big games to talk about. So let's start off from the first week. First week right there. So Thursday, I mean, we had a couple games there. We had uh, Utah defeating Florida 24-11. That was a big win for Utah. And Florida, they're unranked at the moment after losing their first game. So that's just one of the first games there. So let's just move on to Friday. Michigan State destroyed Central Michigan 31-7. Nothing surprising there. Miami, uh, the Hurricanes. Miami Hurricanes versus Miami, Ohio. And, uh, yeah, the Hurricanes annihilated the Miami-Ohio uh, Redhawks 38-3. Wasn't even fucking close. Um, so the Hurricanes right now are 1-0 to start the season. So that's great. Good for them. Louisville defeating Georgia, uh, Georgia Tech 39-34. Um, excuse me. Uh, Kansas annihilating Missouri State 48-17. Stanford defeating Hawaii 37-24. Uh, um, and now the game's on uh, on Saturday. Georgia, 48-7, defeating UT Martin. I mean, it's UT Martin. And it was they were only up 17-0 after the first uh, half. So that was kind of shocking. Um, it's Georgia. I exp- <laughs> Anyways. So, yeah, I expected them to be up by, like, way more than 17 points. Um, and, I mean, they only – I mean, they won 48-7. to They blew them out still, but in the first half, it was, a, it was pretty slow for them. It was pretty slow for them. Um, then Michigan defeating East Carolina 30-3. to I mean, I expected them to also blow them out, but in the fourth quarter, they didn't really do much, so that was kind of weird. Um, Ohio State defeating Indiana 23-3. Again, I expected this to be a fucking blowout, too, and that wasn't a blowout, so that was weird. Um, Alabama defeating Middle Tennessee 56-7. They scored 14 points in every single quarter. Um, so, yeah, Alabama. They're right now, I think, still number four in, after week one. And, well, yeah, 
they they annihilate Middle Tennessee. Uh, USC ranked number six. They're two and zero after they're playing their second game. And Caleb Williams, man, five motherfucking touchdowns, um, three hundred eighteen yards, three hundred nineteen yards, excuse me. And he blew out Nevada sixty six to fourteen. It was not even fucking close in that one. Um, then we got uh, Penn State defeating West Virginia thirty eight to fifteen. Right there, big game for uh, Donald Alar. Um, then Washington, Michael Penix, five touchdowns, four hundred and fifty yards, and Washington defeating Boise State fifty six to nineteen. Then Rice versus Texas. Texas beats Rice thirty seven to ten. Uh, Ewers had twenty two hundred sixty yards, three touchdowns right there. That was a dominant performance for Texas. Tennessee, I mean, damn, 49-13 uh, for Tennessee. Notre Dame, goddamn, 56-3. to Oregon defeated Portland State 81-7. to 81-7. to Jesus. Oh, my goodness. my. This is when, like, mercy rules kind of need to apply. My God. They lost by 74 points. Jesus, man, that is oh man, oh god, Port, Portland State, man, I I don't, I don't know, I don't know what happened, um, but um, you tried, you you tried, um, Kansas State defeating Southern Missouri forty five nothing, what a what that was, yeah, and now let's talk about this game because this game was insane. So Colorado TCU TCU who were national championship finalists last year, yes, they got annihilated by Georgia. But still, national championship finalists nonetheless. And then Colorado. Last three, four years of Colorado for the Buffaloes, they're a dog shit program. They have been ass. They've been ass. They've been terrible the last three, four years. And last year, I think they won like one game. They were like 1-11, and something like that. So obviously, Coach Prime, he signs with them. Um, he's going to be the new head coach, obviously, you know, gets a bunch of recruits. His son is now the quarterback there. He gets Travis Hunter from uh, Jackson state. He gets a bunch of players from where he was coaching at the HBCU at Jackson state to come to Colorado. And so obviously Colorado is now this team that is now expected to, you know, they're a power five conference team. So now they're expected to play at a high level and be against, you know, the best Western, you know, Western teams in the nation. And, well, TCU, I mean, they're in the middle, the Midwest or something um, around there. But obviously, it's week one. They don't usually play like their divisional games yet. At least most teams don't. And then Colorado going to TCU, um, I mean, they had a consistent game, man. Their offense looked incredible. Sanders had 510 yards, four touchdowns. Bailey had 164 yards with 14 carries and then that dude travis fucking hunter who plays corner and plays receiver bro is a spencer james in real life bro is a two-way athlete and looked amazing on both sides of the ball bro picked off like he had like two picks or had one pick but one of them was close enough to get a second pick he had like 100 something yards he was dominant man he was dominant um, Travis Hunter already right now is a candidate for MVP, uh, not MVP, well, MVP, but for the Heisman, same thing with uh, Sanders, the quarterback for Colorado as well. And I mean, proving the world, hey, yes, we were dog shit last year, but 
you got the son or one of the sons of Dion motherfucking primetime Sanders. And he happens just to also be the head coach. And he knows what the fuck he's doing. And you got Travis Hunter right here who's just on both sides of the ball has elite stamina because do it playing a game just going back and forth offense defense uh, just going especially playing the two roles where you just have to continuously run and consistently have to find space whether that's finding the football making space to catch the football or trying to guard somebody from avoiding to catch the football like it's it is insanely difficult what travis hunter is doing but holy shit, after one fucking game, he's already talked about because he's just a fucking animal, dude. He is just a beast. Um, so Colorado upsetting for sure TCU, one of the biggest upsets. They were like a 20, 21 point uh, underdog in this game, obviously, because they fucking suck last year. And so they don't really have high expectations this year. Well, we got these guys now performing and, and, and definitely going to be stepping up. So we'll see more this season for uh, for Colorado, and it should be very exciting to see what they can do. Um, so very exciting game for Colorado, and this was definitely already game of the year for sure in college football. And it's only been week one. It's only been week one. How ironic. <sighs> Poor Arkansas State. They really had to suffer a brutal loss. I mean, 73 to nothing to Oklahoma. Yeah. Uh, North Carolina defeating uh, South Carolina 31-17 in the Dukes-Mayo Classic. Spencer Rattler had 353 yards but didn't have a touchdown. Yeah, he's kind of falling off, dude. I don't, I don't know what's been going on with Spencer Rattler. Is he still like a, a highly recruited or like still valued as like a high draft pick, like still one of the best quarterbacks in the, in the in college right now? I haven't really heard much about him. A couple of years ago he was, but he's still going kind of numb now. Old Miss 73 to 7 against Mercer. Uh Texas AM defeats New Mexico 52 to 10. Tulane defeats South Alabama 37-17. Iowa defeats U- Utah State 24-14. Kentucky b- defeats Ball State 44. Uh-huh. Okay. Boston College losing to North Northern Illinois. That's fucking weird. Um, Ohio defeating Log Island University. Air Force defeating Robert Morrison. Uh, Iowa State defeating Northern Iowa. Temple defeating Akron. Auburn annihilating Massachusetts 59-14. Pittsburgh defeating Wofford 45-7. Cincinnati defeating Eastern Kentucky 66. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, there's a bunch of fucking games here. Let me just scroll down here. Uh, yeah, FIU defeating Maine. Um, they're 1-1 one one now, 14-12. All right. Um, Vanderbilt 47 to 13, defeating Alabama AM, Texas State beating Baylor, damn 42 to 31. That's went random. Uh, Memphis defeating Bethman Cookman 56 14, Troy defeating Stephen F. Austin 48 30. Uh, Texas Tech versus Wyoming, Wyoming defeats Texas Tech 35 to 33. That was a pretty good game as well. Um, Josh Allen versus Patrick Mahomes is former uh, college uh, teams going back and forth. So that was pretty fun to watch. They're, they're also like talking shit about it on Twitter and, and shit. Um, Arizona defeating Northern Arizona 38 to 3. BYU shutting down Sam Houston. Um, UCLA defeating Coastal Carolina 27 13. And then San Jose State defeating Idaho, uh, Idaho State. 
Then Sunday, we had only three games. We had Rutgers defeating Northwestern 24-7. We had Oregon State defeating San Jose State 42-17. to uh, with DJ Uja, uh, DJ Khaled, I don't even Ujieleli ukulele, uh, f- three touchdowns, um, two hundred thirty nine yards. I mean, he was the Clemson quarterback, but now he's at Oregon State. So yeah, that's that's the deal. And then LSU getting the man, they got whooped against Florida State, 45-24. I mean, Jordan Travis, he was all right for LSU, but really didn't do much. Um, yeah, it was pretty pathetic. LSU, their defense is not that great already off the rip. And then yesterday we had a big upset on Monday. We had Duke defeating Clemson. We have a basketball program, a basketball college. That's, you know, their football team is not, Duke is known for basketball, not fucking football. And they came home and upset Clemson, who's a top 10 ranked team in the nation. Already, Clemson is already one of the worst teams in college football already. I mean, scoring seven points against a team that is mostly known for basketball or, or known as a basketball school. Yeah, Clemson, you better figure it out, dog. You better figure it out. I mean, it's only week one. It's only one game, but... That was that was not good. We're gonna we're gonna have to improve on that. We're, we're gonna have to improve on that. So yeah, those were uh, were that. So I did make picks, but obviously you know the week already passed. So we'll move on for week two out on, on Saturday morning. I'll make my picks for some games, not every fucking game for college football, and you know for week two and everything, and then I'll recap it on Monday. And this and that. Same thing with week one of the NFL season. So we got standings and that, blah, blah, blah. Um, okay, so all we're missing is just uh, fantasy football. Okay, artists still to drop in 2023. I'm going to do that for the next episode because we're almost at an hour. So let me just show you guys to, find off, uh, to sign off on the episode my final fantasy football roster. So this is the roster that I uh have right now for my fantasy football team after the draft was on Friday night. So right now I got Justin Herbert. Um Justin Herbert as my quarterback. These are my starters right now. So starting quarterback we have Justin Herbert. For my two running backs I have Nick Chubb, literally a top two running back in the league, and then Damian Pierce who should be probably breakout superstar this year because he was pretty good last year. My receiving core, we have fucking Justin Jefferson. He was my number one overall pick, so obviously I had to take him right there. Uh, Justin Jefferson there, and then Stephon Diggs. He may not be in Buffalo, but hey, he's still going to, wherever he goes, he's going to dominate. So I had to get uh, Stephon Diggs as well. For my tight end, I got Mark Andrews, who's still questionable right now, but I had to get Mark Andrews because obviously Kelsey was off the board, so I was like, all right, let me go with Andrews. And I think Kittle was still there, but Kittle's also questionable. And speaking of Kelsey, he's not going to be – looks like he's not going to be playing week one. Uh, he's not going to be playing on Thursday against the Lions. Uh, apparently, he um, re-aggravated his ankle, I believe, or something like that. So, yeah, man, um, not not good news, man. Unfortunately, not great news for, for – um, for the Chiefs already, like off the rip, man. It just sucks that damn that fucking Travis Kelsey's not gonna be playing most likely um this week. 
Um, so we'll have to wait and see there. Yeah, he he reaggravated his uh but where where's the where's the shit? Damn man, where is it? Yeah, he reaggravated his he hyperextended his knee. So that was that. So we're, we'll continue with the update on that. We'll see if Travis Kelsey will be ready for week two. But for week one, it looks like he's not going to be playing on Thursday night against the Lions um, on ring night as well. Uh, Brees Hall is my flex pick at the moment. For my defense, I chose the Miami Dolphins. And then for my kicker, I have Jake Elliott. Um, so that was that. Um, I'm projected to get 117.2 points. And my opponent is projected to get 129 points. So the projections is me losing week one. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens there. And then for my bench, I have Jerry Judy. I have uh, George Pickens uh, from the Steelers. I have Kyle Pitts. I have Aaron Rodgers as my backup quarterback. So him and Justin Herbert are going to be a good duo, just going back and forth with Jonathan Taylor. I mean, he could be a Miami Dolphin. We'll have to wait and see. But he's on my bench at the moment. I might start him over Pierce, maybe. Actually, no, I'm not starting. Uh, well, not Jonathan Taylor because obviously he's not going to be playing for the for the first couple weeks. So, but I feel like later on throughout the season, it's probably going to be the best that Taylor is going to stay in the lineup, in the starting lineup. And then I got Kenny Pickett, who is my third string quarterback at the moment, or is still on the bench with Aaron Rodgers as well. He's going up against the Steelers. I mean, he's going up against the Niners in week one. So he's going to stay on the bench for week one. And we're going to let Justin Herbert. Oh, we're going to let Justin Herbert. I mean, he's going to be playing against the Dolphins in week one. So I kind of hope Herbert goes crazy, but I hope the Dolphins also, you know, do something. Yeah, maybe I should put Aaron Rodgers at number. Maybe I should start Aaron Rodgers against Buffalo. Because I don't want Justin Herbert to get all the... We'll see. We'll see. I'll have to pick and choose. And then Zay Flowers right now um, is my last bench player that I have at the moment. Um, So, yeah. So, how many players I have? 3, 6, 9, and 12, 15, 16. I mean, 16 players. And obviously, I could just pick up any player at some point later due to injury, this and that. Um, So, yeah. I'm projected to lose by 12 points in week one top dogs um with a seven uh player uh uh league this year um so i'm gonna be having a buy uh so there's gonna be 14 weeks of fantasy but i'm gonna be only playing 12 games or everybody's only be playing 12 games because we have an odd amount of uh, people in the thing so yeah so we have 12 games to play but there's 14 weeks total so my buys are gonna be one Week four and then week 11. So week four and week 11, I don't have to worry about anything because um, I'll be, you know, taking a break from there. Um, so, yeah. But, yeah, 12 games. I'm getting, I'm thinking around seven wins, eight, seven, eight wins. You know what I mean? I think I can go eight and four, eight and four. If we can get nine and three, that would be nice. Nine and three, eight and four. I'm pushing there. I'm thinking definitely seven, eight wins. I mean, I definitely want more than that. I mean, if I can get to 10 wins, I feel like, hey, like, you know, it's it's seven people here. And the playoffs, I mean, we can only go from the from the winner's bracket. with. So if there's seven people, we're going to have to go straight to the semis. With From seven people, we have to knock it down to four and then to two and then to one. So I have to be in the top four 
to make it to the winner's consolation bracket and then obviously win fantasy after uh, for the last week of the regular season and then heading into the playoffs. Um, so, yeah, that is that is that. So, yeah, that is it for today's episode. Um, on, uh, on Thursday, I'll be making my uh, NFL season predictions for the awards, for the playoff predictions. Um, I'm going to be doing the eliminator, like the pig, the uh, pigskin, uh, pick them league uh, games and this and that. Same thing for college. If I don't do the, the, the weekly games, I'll probably do it that Saturday episode. Um, but everything else on Thursday, I'll be doing uh, NFL predictions. And then I'll also be doing artists to listen to or artists to still drop in 2023. I could push that for even Saturday. You know what? I'm going to push that for Saturday. I'm going to try to make Thursday's episode strictly just a football episode because it's literally the first game of the season. So, yeah, that's going to be it for today, guys. Hope you guys enjoyed. Take care and peace out, my friends. Hold on. Wait, hold on. Rewind, 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 rewind. All right. Anyway, guys, second time around. Let's let's try this again. See you guys in a bit. Take care. And peace out, my friends.